0: Yeah, so uh, we'll do this in the, the normal manner in which we normally do our top 12s. And we'll start at 12 counting down and just to have a, a bit of discussion. Uh, Graham, you, you've you just said that you basically did it as uh, 12 ways, 12 places you want to go again. I went slightly more scientific uh, and I'm regretting this decision because uh, I th- I thought what I'd do is I'd give, give everyone kind of a fair chance. So I created five different categories and then ranked them by division, so uh so it was a fair represent- representation from each league. Turns out, uh, the League One's got pff, not many away days you want to to go by. So I did. <laughs> so I did the thing of like um, transport as in transport links, as in like how close uh, the the ground is to uh, to where where uh, to the to transport links. So like so, for example, and then from that, just ranked from, you got know, 10 points if you were clo- really close, and one point if you were really far away, so for example, Central Park in Beach got 10 points because you can walk off the train at uh, two minutes to three and you'll still make it in time for kickoff. whereas, like, Peterhead would be a one because the nearest train station is in Aberdeen. Um, the other category uh, categories I had was, like, length of travel to get there, so, like, why, you know, so in that category, um, ross county the global the global energy you know that score is quite low because uh you know it's a it, thing a trek for me so this is all subjective where but actually it has uh it, the train station itself is relatively close to the ground uh the other categories I included was like uniqueness of the ground uh, and then there was like good pubs and then kind of atmosphere slash uh friendliness um you know some 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 are mixed up and stuff uh so i I ran all these things and and Evan got up a points. Basis. I took out Easter Road because I thought that was unfair because I don't go there really as an away fan, uh, and I didn't include the Balmoral Stadium because I've still not been there yet. But I, by all accounts, I'm not missing out on much. Um, so from that, I then ran the science, I ran the numbers, and uh, it, it, the science is wrong because uh, <laughs> somehow somehow Hamilton made my top ten. So that is absolutely n- not meant to happen. Um, so I'm going to I've used science and then used uh, human judgment at the end as well.
1: I think that's the that, that's the, the most obvious way to go here, and and you can only you can only trust science so far because as we know, some science people are stupid bitches. So that's the, the only way we can really go. Like you were saying about League One, League One's really weird because it's really sort of boom and bust in League One, and there are some really good ones there, but then there is like a disproportionate collection of just emptiness. Like, Erd- I'm not, I won't spoil anything by saying Erdre, Clyde, Dumbarton, uh, East Fife and uh, and Falkirk did not make my away days list on the basis that kind of all of them are while all entirely different stadiums, well with the exception of Dumbarton and East Fife, which might actually be the same place. Um it feels a bit Truman show that they've just changed a bit uh, like the, the wall around the edge of it and it's actually just the same thing. Um but they are just kind of the same sort of not that interesting places to go. They're kinda of in the middle of nowhere, they're not really well connected to anything.
0: Yeah. Anyway, give us number yeah. we'll, we'll get started. Yeah. So my number twelve is iBrox. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a bit like it's a great it's a great stadium to to go and watch a game in. Uh, potentially less if you're an away fan, it's not the most welcoming of atmospheres, but it is I, I, I prefer to watch a game at iBrox and do it at Celtic Park. Uh, both clubs stick you in the in the in the corner. Um, but at least, eye box. You're not that obstructed, uh, unless you're really low down. In which case, you're kind of behind and away from the pitch, uh, and so you have no idea what's happening uh, if the ball goes into the uh, the sort of Copeland Road end because you're you're just not you're not seeing anything. Um, but you know, aside from that, I think it's it's a remarkable stadium. I think they're looking at adding six thousand more seats as well. Um, due to new pitch technology sounds like bollocks but um, we'll, we'll let them I mean it's not as if we've been patched with misinformation from Ibrox before um, so is, that, so, is that
1: before or after they, they build a mega casino across the road? Yeah
0: that was that was some 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 plan David Murray is a, it's a hell of a drug um, but yeah I think I, Ibrox is like you're Close to the subway, um, you know, you can get in and out relatively easily uh, once you've not been held behind for about twenty minutes by um, formerly Strathclyde police. Um, but I think, yeah, uh, and when, when you win there, it's magic because you like there's there's something a bit special about that wee corner. It doesn't it doesn't have the same uh, Celtic Park, I think, because it's even further back Celtic Park. But when you win at Ibrox, like you know about it, if that makes sense. Uh, I would have to say no because I've never actually seen us win at Ibrox, although there's a <laughs>
1: fantastic picture after Moult scored there in the Scottish Cup where I have absolutely lost the run of myself. Uh, Rangers did not make my top 12, um, kind of on the basis that every time I've been there I've had a truly miserable experience because we, we get cuffed there all the time so inevitably uh, I'm, I'm fairly biased against it. It is a reasonable place to go, I'm formerly living in Shawlands having fun in shawlins and then nipping all at Ibrox for the game and nipping back, it kind of feels like you've just gone out for a wee bit or taken a wee break in the middle of your day. It's a reason, it, it, it is, I do agree with it's a better place to watch. Um, certainly as an away fan, it's a better place to watch football than Parkhead. I would, I have to kind of tell myself as well, because I did actually go and watch rugby once, um, which was at the Commonwealth Games, and the party stand at Ibrox was genuinely one of the most fun times I've had in any stadium. Um, broadly, because because it was the Commonwealth Games and because it was rugby sevens, you could drink lager. So we just stood there, chanted and, and supported everybody that played uh, the, the the England team. Um, very <laughs> very vociferous Uganda fans for for 15 minutes or however the fuck rugby sevens last. Just absolutely sculling, bottles it Carlsberg. So it was it was a proper like it wasn't like a proper experience. It was a very good very good place to have a very good fun day out. Uh, my number twelve. I was kinda of loath to include this because every time everyone talks about it, they, they talk about it in sort of hushed tones. Um whereas it's just not nearly as good as I remembered. But I have gone for uh for Hell for Thrills with Partick Thistle coming in number twelve. Um every time you every again, this is kinda of colored by the fact that every time we've been to Thistle in the recent past, we've been absolutely murdered and it's been about minus forty. Um, which has been fairly disappointing but it is Maryhill is a good place to to, to head out to drop out in the west end of Glasgow there's about 4,000 different options in terms of what you want to do before you go to the game 4,000 different options before you go after it's reasonably easy to get to it's a good wander about and regardless of whether you're going to the football or if you've got the football with your powers or not, I do find it very regularly. You just kind of bump into people you know there as well, um, which always makes it a more fun day out. So it allows you to plan things beforehand, plan things after, with uh, even with people who have no interest in coming to see Ryan Bowman run about and not score. Um, so yeah,
0: Ma- Mary Hill and part I this will win at, at number 12 for me. Fur, aye, Fur Hill's uh, quite a bit higher on my, my list just because of that, because of what it Offers you as a day out as well. Like you've got a lot, you've got a total range of different pubs. You can do, you can have a meal beforehand or after or whatever. You meet other people and stuff like that, which is just it makes it a, a, a bit easier to sell to some people as well as a day out, like as opposed to. Uh, do you want to come to Alloa? No, uh, no. What's what's there? We've got KFC. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And I mean the facility. I mean I think the main stand could be doing with a bit of upgrading, but I mean that's not really doesn 't really matter that much to be honest as, as things go nah. uh, my number eleven i've gone for galabank um Annan, obviously, not the most, not the easiest place to get to, but once you're there, it's it's probably worth it. Uh, one of the few places where you could still be having uh, you have you still got half a pint left at one minute to three, and you could still make it inside for kickoff because uh, the the social club is is class, uh, and it's just a really uh, good place to watch a game uh, beforehand. It's a good atmosphere, and then obviously you're just so close to the pitch, and I like the the the. Um, they keep adding to it a bit, and you know it's very confined, so it's not going to get much bigger. But you know they've got they put in some seat, uh, seating behind one of the goals, and then or start, you kind of terracing thing. And then um, the away terracing is just that little bit raised, so you're right on the pitch, which it just makes you makes you can hear every shout and and then the far side, which backs on the road, is just wooden, and it makes it look like a sauna, like like a proper sauna, not a. Um, Gentleman sauna, and uh, yeah, and that, that who who can't appreciate that? But with do double paneling on the, in Scottish football.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, I've only, I've only only got, so I think, six or seven grounds left to go to visit in the SPFL, and that's very high on my list. Broadly, because every time it comes up, everyone talks about how brilliant it is, and it sounds like a smashing day out. The few times Motherwell drew them, a couple of times in the League Cup in the last few years, um, and I, every it just happened that every time we played them, either it was at third Park or I was on holiday, so I've sort of missed out on that opportunity to go there. But it's, it's very high on my list. Uh, my number twelve or my number eleven, sorry, is uh, Dunfermline. Um which scores very highly uh, solely on the basis of bridies uh, more than anything else. <laughs> well, it's
0: um, I, like that. There's an element of that, that, uh, that you go to the ground and you get something different.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a real, it's a, anytime you go there, um, it's the year that they were in the, the last time the film on the top flight I was living in Dundee um, and nipping down to Dunfermline on a Saturday afternoon was dead easy to do. Um, you got to ride in the five circle as well, which is always very exciting as well because if you ever wondered what happened to the... 1960s uh, sort of Soviet train stock as it turns out it turned up in the Five Circle um, which I mean the Five Circle in itself is, is, is a day out given that it's just a play. it's just a whole of the lies like there's a oh here's Glenrothes which is actually fucking nowhere near Glenrothes whatsoever I once got off there and, I hoped, uh, and, the, and the assumption that it was near Glenrothes and then it was in a car for like 15 minutes before I saw Glenrothes like what the fuck? Are, where am I um, so I mean you get the joy of the Five Circle for a, for a start but Dunfermline is a, a really pleasant day out Dunfermline as a town has again 400 places to do, to go before before the game and after the game it's got a, a reasonable wee walk between them all as well so you never feel like you're getting carried away with yourself at any point Um, a, de- a very very decent place to watch football for, for, uh, East End Park always kind of reminds me of First Park as well it feels it has that has sort a of very sort of similar size and scale to it as well so it kind of feels like an away game at home which um, is familiarity is quite pleasant Um, but yeah and mainly, uh, this is all just arbitrary because the, the reason it's on my list is because they, they sell those Bridies which are absolutely terrific.
0: Uh, it didn't quite make my list but I think that's down just to the competition and the way the points, I probably could make the argument for it but the, the, uh, it failed on the points basis um, but yeah, I do, I do like East End Park, it's, uh, it's the, there's, a, there's a cafe actually, I sh- it should have been there, like, there's a cafe at the end of the stand that, that, that uh, we were in when we were filming uh, one day and it, it's absolutely magic like it was just it's just full of like uh homemade sammy the tammies and like old Dunfermline shirts and everyone everyone that works there knows everyone that comes in and stuff like that it's absolutely like, it's, a, it's a pretty uh it, yeah there's no cafe inside any other ground in scotland that i'm aware of where you can just have a sit down before a game um but yeah no it just just missed out uh number 10 for me is clifton hill um a lot I know a lot of people don't like Clifton hill but uh i've i always find it um rugged uh, but like enjoyable i like i like the uh the fact that the fans seem to mingle quite right like, the albin overs fans are if you <laughs> let's be honest if an albin overs fan lives in- uh, you know, then you're you're a proper football fan given that how many options are nearby um they' they all seem to fairly knowledgeable but uh Quite funny with it, as well, like you know they take it they take it, se- it semi seriously, but also like if they 're getting a doing're they're, they're quite happy just to, to have a laugh um, and and it, yeah it's just a it's just a very strange ground like <laughs> I just I just like the fact that it is really uh, remained dirt and like you know there's so much air, there's so much you could expand at Clifton Hill, but obviously you just would you have no reason to um but yeah, yeah. And, and the surface is uh, can be great in it summer is. and then absolutely useless in winter and i kind of love that as well
1: i say I, I, again places like lifting hill and again there's, there's another one on this list which is coming up quite soon which i imagine we both have as well like places like these are absolutely magic and it's it's coming back to so coming back to some of the league one teams as well like again fundamentally erdry stadium is a more sensible place to go and play football but I have no interest in going there whatsoever. I've been there various times. I have no interest in going back whatsoever. Because it has absolutely nothing about it at yeah, all. Yeah, there's no there's doesn't... no
0: there's no soul to it. Like I think that's the, the there was a problem with the, the some of the grounds that were put up late nineties or mid to late nineties. It was just a case of uh Bill Barr probably making an absolute fortune on the on these basically standard designs. Like, you know, you can be Broad if you're in Broadwood, uh you know you could be you could be at the shybury or Broomfield, as it's called, or at, you know the same kind of the same with like Livingston and St mary Park like you know there's not there's they're just very generic like you know the, the, yeah. they were designed for on the cheap and you know, that, and that that's absolutely fine in itself and the, the, what what is brilliant about a lot of the grounds that we'll probably end up talking to is that their um confinement or their their lack of uh flexibility is what's made them. You know, like uh, you. Know, I think we'll, we'll get. We'll uh, speaking to a few coming up that we'll we'll probably talk about that. But you, know, this idea is that if you that if you're looking for the perfect space to build a football ground, what tends to happen is it tends to end up being quite a soulless ground because you've got all the space, and so why wouldn't you make it look perfectly um, you know uh, symmetrical and stuff like that? And then you end up with like a thing that looks like a FIFA ground, and that's fine but it's not very exciting.
1: Yeah. I I don't want to go and watch football on a beautiful stadium. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. (laughs)